1: Welcome to this Tuesday episode of Live Mike, I'm Lee Lonsberry, very excited about what we have in store for you today. We've spent a lot of time combing through some information, reaching out to folks, putting together uh, what I believe to be a pretty fascinating program today. So stick around, so much to cover, and we're going to start with something I never thought I would see, but I guess it makes sense in 2020, and that is a circumstance in which... In Washington, D.C. right now, the lines are drawn with President Trump and Democrats on one side and Republicans on the other side. Absolutely fascinating. We find ourselves in a circumstance in which a veto is being overwritten by Uh, by Democrats and Republicans coming together. In fact, uh, I'm going to talk about that veto override in greater detail after the commercial break. But we have here in Utah, Representatives Curtis, Stewart, and McAdams all voting to override the veto of the defense spending bill, which was uh, vetoed by President Trump. That takes care of the House side. And the question mark still lingering is what will the Senate do tomorrow? Mitch McConnell has said that, well, failure is not an option. And not passing a defense spending bill is akin to failure. My question, which I've asked of the two senators here from Utah, is how will Senators Mike Lee and Mitt Romney vote? I'll tell you what, I've, I've reached out to both of their offices. If you have any any thoughts on how you'd like to see them vote on whether or not to override the veto of the National Defense Authorization Act, an act that's been passed annually for decades... How would you advise your senators to vote? 57500 5, 0, 0 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And uh, like I said, I've reached out to their offices. We may be speaking at some point during this week. I very much hope we're able to. And whatever you share with me, I will pass along to the senators. 57500, 5, 0, 0, again, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. All right, now, again, veto override, that's a later sub- subject. Right now, let's talk about the $2,000 bill. The House yesterday uh, created and passed a piece of legislation which would increase the $600, which is currently law, the $600 direct payment, which is currently law, passed by both the House and the Senate, signed by President Trump, all of that in conjunction with the Greater Stimulus Bill, which was (laughs) itself tied to a government funding measure. That's settled. $600 is guaranteed to all qualifying Americans. All right. But if you remember. During that period of time in which President Trump's signing of that measure was uncertain, he called on those in Congress to increase the number to 2,000. Now, it wasn't exactly clear if that was a condition of his signature, uh, but ultimately we learned that it was late Sunday night. He, in fact, did sign it, signing it at the $600 level, but he had planted that seed. He had planted that seed in the mind of lawmakers in Washington, specifically on the House side, who quickly went to work drafting a piece of legislation to augment the very recently passed uh, stimulus measure. So we're at uh, right now we're at six hundred. The House yesterday passed the the two thousand dollar per qualifying American bill. Uh, if you were listening earlier today to uh, Dave and Dejanovic's program, I joined uh, guest co-host John Huber, U.S. Attorney for the District of Utah, and Debbie to talk about this, what you might do uh, should you get your hands on this $2,000. And it's not just you. it's There would be $2,000 for your spouse and also $2,000 for each dependent. So that's, that's for all your children. Or if you have uh, adult dependents, $2,000 for them. So what we're looking at right here is the potential of a family of three, let's say. I'll take my own example. Uh, a family of three, uh, mom, dad, dependent child, each on the receiving end of $600. There's $1,800. That could, that could, should this $2,000 measure be passed in the Senate after having already passed the House, that would increase the number two to 6000 I bring that up and I do that simple math for you, not not to be patronizing, but to just to highlight that the difference in those two sums is dramatic. Dramatic. Absolutely dramatic. Um changing the nature of the things on which you could spend the money. You know sure you can pay down debt with any amount of money, but uh, at $8,000, I learned on uh, Dave and Debbie's program this morning that the average amount of credit card debt borne by Utahns is just shy of 8 grand. If it's mom and dad and two dependent children, there's 8 grand right there you wipe out the credit card debt. That's a clean slate. Anyway, that's all aside, and that's all putting the cart before the horse, because we don't know if the Senate will pass this deal. We don't know if there is sufficient Republican support for this Trump measure. And that, returning to the comment I made as we started our conversation here, is really just par for the 2020 course. Right. Each and every day this year, I've woken up to news that I never thought I would see. And in this case, it is Republicans, Republicans not standing uh, in line with Trump. Many uh, not certain that they will be on board with this two thousand dollar measure. There was an attempt by a minority leader in the Senate, Charles Schumer, Chuck Schumer, to pass that bill. You heard Nick Wyatt describe that uh, unanimous consent effort, and it was Mitch McConnell himself that shot down that effort. Now, that doesn't take the question off the table entirely, right? This is not an asked and answered issue. It was simply by doing so via unanimous consent that uh, Mitch McConnell took issue. I interpret that to mean that if, if this measure for $2,000 per qualifying American does make it to the floor of the Senate. Mitch McConnell wants to see each and every member of the Senate who cares to vote on this to do so uh, with their own name. Unanimous consent is, uh, you know, that's kind of like a voice vote over in the House where everyone just says, yeah, okay, okay. And as long as no one objects, the measure goes through. Now, you might want every single name to be spelled out exactly where it stands on this issue. Uh, To help us get a better understanding about this, uh, where Republicans stand, some on board, some not, here from Catherine Falders of ABC is a report on that angle of the issue.
0: Four Republican senators have publicly said they support those $2,000 direct stimulus payments. Senators Kelly Leffler, David Perdue, Marco Rubio, and Josh Hawley. Leffler and Perdue are facing a tough re-election battle next week in Georgia, so their support for boosted checks certainly makes sense for them politically. But the Senate will need eight more Republicans to support a procedural measure that starts debate on the bill if all 48 Democrats vote for it to get to 60 votes. And at this point, we still don't know if Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell will even call it up for a vote this week. Catherine Falters, ABC News, Washington.
1: Clear as mud, right? It's difficult to understand. And you know how into procedure I am. You know that I love getting in the weeds. And I'll admit to you that what is available in terms of the tools for the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, and minority leader, uh, Chuck Schumer, it's uncertain. You know, there are experts, there are parliamentarians there who know exactly what could and uh, may happen, and they will be reaching deep into their bag of tricks, and there will be a lot of confusion in terms of process and procedure. But ultimately, it will come down to whether or not there is a sufficient number of United States senators to pass this measure. The likelihood of that number uh, being 60 is very high because there is no guarantee that all are on board. And in the Senate, it takes just one person to object to kick off that lovely filibuster. 60 votes can get through that. Are there 60 votes in the Senate? I don't know. Lastly, the big point to focus on is the cost of all of this. What's the difference uh, or what would it cost the taxpayer should Congress and then the Senate Ultimately, pass this increase from $600 in direct payments to $2,000. Uh, I'll tell you, the cost is nearly half a billion dollars. Catherine Falders from ABC continues with a more detailed look at the cost.
0: This number will be very hard for fiscal conservatives in the Senate to swallow. If Congress is to swap out the $600 stimulus checks for $2,000, it would cost roughly $464 billion, which is nearly half of the entire COVID-19 relief bill. This according to an estimate by the Joint Committee on Taxation. Currently, the $600 checks cost about $160 billion in the COVID-19 relief bill. Senate Republicans have for months stressed over increased government spending and are likely to oppose adding more to the national debt. Catherine Fowler. ABC News, Washington.
1: Half a trillion dollars. Half a trillion dollars is what it would cost. Are you willing to pass that bill onto those who will come after us in exchange for $2,000 of direct payments? That's really the decision that you and I need to make as to whether or not we support this. And it is ultimately the decision that United States senators will need to make. What do you think? 575 00 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Quick break right now, and when we return. No, no, no. We're only halfway through the chaos in the Senate. Yeah, there's also a veto override to contend with. We'll get into those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles.